This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Budweiser. Coors. Miller. For decades, this triforce of macro breweries dominated the domestic beer sector. Through the 1970s, largely due to the lager distributed by this trio of megaliths, American beer was like American coffee, a purely functional liquid drug, devoid of character, and earning global notoriety as swill. But on October 14, 1978, President Jimmy Carter signed H.R. 1337, a fittingly leet law which legalized home brewing in the U.S., By the mid-1980s, now freed from legal shackles that effectively prevented upstarts from entering the market, craft breweries emerged, most notably Boston's Sam Adams. And in the 1990s, contemporaneous with the explosion of artisan coffee roasters and upscale cafes staffed with baristas, craft or microbrewing took off in the States, booming, busting, and then, after a brief refractory period, booming again. And like the wine industry, the epicenter of microbrewing in the states clustered in the Golden State, California. Today, there are over 1,100 craft breweries in CA, comprising a $9 billion industry, including such sourts as Firestone, Lost Coast, Angel City, Sierra Nevada, Stone Brewing, and an L.A.-based brewery founded in 2011 by Meg Gill and Tony Yanow. The brewery burst on the scene with its compulsory IPA offerings, but really found its gimmick with fruit-infused concoctions like its popular mango cart wheat ale. As the brand grew in popularity, it added more breweries as well as dine-in brew pubs, offering familiar gastropub fare to pair with its liquid breads. By the middle of the decade, the brewery is producing 45,000 barrels annually, towering over its SoCal competitors. As for Budweiser, Coors, and Miller, the latter two have now merged as Miller Coors, They've evolved with the times by simply buying up craft breweries and droves, including the very brand founded by Gil and Yano. As you know, told the LA Times at the time of the sale, quote, I didn't sell out my soul. I sold my business, and I find it hard to believe that anyone in my shoes wouldn't have done it too, end quote. It's the kind of rationalization one might expect from a man who named his brand for a Grateful Dead song. This week on Doughboys, Golden Road Brewing. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Stink Floyd, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. <laughs> stink Floyd, like Pink Floyd, but I stink. Yes, that's from Seagulls, at S-G-L-L-S. Hey, we know Seagulls. We know Seagulls, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Seagulls, you what the stink. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, stink. You don't stink, you're a good-smelling guy. This is, uh, people will be like, like ah, uh, you know, try a, try a slob or a or a smell, or a stench, or some sort of hygienic angle for you, doesn't yeah. really track as a roast, because you're you're a clean man. You're a tidy boy. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of, like, uh, uh, wish I had soap, or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and now it explains why I didn't attempt anything. All in all, it's just a 
Another bubble in the bath. <laughs> All right, so I'm so I'm cleaning up, but I'm stinking up the tub. Yeah. I have become uncomfortably hot. <laughs> <laughs> you would smell bad if you were uncomfortably I'd hot. Smell You'd bad. Be You'd be sweaty. You'd be sweaty. Wags. You know exactly where I'm going. Also. Yeah. The Spoon Nation, <laughs> I can do it loud and proud because tomorrow or month is over, baby. Wow. All those fucking high profile profile guests. See ya. We don't want we don't fucking like you. Get out of here, right. right? Fuck you, Hollywood. Now that the movie's over. Get out of here, you Hollywood. Get out of here. We're following up with Kowalik month. <laughs> Matt Kowalik, every mainline, every Patreon episode. Do you think that we would get similar tweets of like Kowalik month is actually really, like, really fun. It's like a really fun month. Do you think we would get that? I mean, 100%. Of course we would. <laughs> the freaks would lap that shit up. I think it would be more like, damn, it's sad what happened to the Doughboys and Kowalik. It was a good pod while it lasted. <laughs> It'd be like, uh, I feel bad for Kowalik having to do the Doughboys all month. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I'm just kidding to all my ha To any of the Tomorrow War guests who listen still, I just, I'm just i kidding around. I love you all. And Wags, them all. here is a little... But Wags, we got a fantastic guest. That's why I got to get oh to this God. job. For sure. One of, the, one of the best podcasters in all the game. One of the funniest people in all the game. Amen. And here's a little drop, Wags. Sharing screen. Screen Chrome sharing tab. in progress. Chrome tab being shared. Don't forget share audio button or you'll have to go do the same thing again. <laughs> there we go. Oh, no. Yeah, here it is. Here we go. A little drop wags. That's the first I've ever heard myself in a drop and I appreciated it. Hey, <laughs> listen to that wow. community. Wow. You want to drink thick piss? Emma! Hi. I always wave at the toilet after I flush it. Emma! What? Woo! Hell yeah. Emma, you little fucker. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Emma-centric drop for for a great producer, Emma Erdbrink. Yeah, a little lewd there, but good stuff. Hey, Doughboys family. Currently watching the Doathon, and it gave me the extra push to finish this drop for the stream and podcast MVP Emma. It's only uh-huh. 25 seconds, so hopefully Mitch won't flush me again. Congrats on reaching the fundraising goal multiple times, Brad. You're also wow. MVP in parentheses in the next email. You're also MVP Drop King in parentheses. <laughs> nice try, Brad. Yeah. What Thanks, the Brad. fuck kind of shit is that? Well, he's trying to pander to Drop King so his drop gets played. We'll get played. Yeah. And it works. Brad, that, Brad, that is pathetic shit right there. Uh, you, you know what? You had me. The drop was good. And then, no, also Drop King. Uh, you should kiss up to me and Wags, right, Wags? P.S. Uh, Mitch is uh, the MVP as well. P.P.S. So is Wiger. <laughs> we, I love all of you the same. Don't Shut forget up. Susser. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. Mitch weighs 220 now. You can't do that. You can't just reassign my weight, you piece of shit. Yeah. I'm three bills, baby. I got three bills. 
What you? I, I'm not ashamed of that, Wags. You're turning red and looking down. No need to be ashamed. You feel bad for me. No. Look, we all we all want everyone to be, uh, you know, uh, healthy and everything. But that Fuck. sounds, hey, man, if you're Fuck you. <laughs> but you look terrific. Thank and you. And uh, I'm glad you're comfortable in your own skin. Mm, do I weigh 300? Who knows? Um, Emma, you deserve the drop. Thank you. You deserve you, you deserve all the praise in the world. That's right. The one true um, MVP. <laughs> the way I feel so honored. But don't. Don't go getting a big head. You're still getting paid in Doughboys bucks. Oh, don't worry, baby. My head can't yeah. get as big as yours. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, roasted. Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of MVPs, we got ourselves a most valuable podcast guest. One wow. of our favorites. Man, one of our, what a title. One of our good friends. <laughs> a writer and our, comedian. Our guest should get up and walk out of here for... MVP most valuable <laughs> podcast guest. I thought that was pretty good. Ugh. We'll let him weigh in. A writer and comedian from the narrative comedy sci-fi podcast bubble, which is now a comic available for pre-order now and in stores wow. July 13th. Wow. Jordan Morris. What's up, Jordan? Hi, everybody. Great to be here uh, celebrating the kickoff of Matt Kowalik month. I'm <laughs> just here to share all my favorite Matt Kowalik memories, um, wow. what it's like to work on Doughboys, um, <laughs> other things. That's You know what? It's canon now. July is Kowalik month. That's uh, right. I wonder, I wonder if we'll get him on as a guest throughout the whole month. Probably not. Yeah, he's not available. Yeah, maybe he'll like do a call in. Maybe he'll like record a little voice memo on his phone or something. <laughs> Wait, are you currently recording another podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and just to go back to Mitch's nickname, uh, uh, hey, Mitch, shine on, you crazy pig pen. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that's, I think it was the best one. That's yeah. why we get. That's why he's here, folks. That's why he's here. I was thinking mm -hmm. of also singing "Dirty" to the tune of "Money," but I I didn't think I could hit the high note. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, dirty, dirty. stinks like shit. <laughs> get your hands out of my bath, dirty. <laughs> I should have done it. I should have fucking done it. It was good. It was great. I chickened out. I was thinking of the song "Time" could be grime, but do they actually say "time" in the song? It's like ticking away the moments that make up a dull day. They do they say time say, at one point. When do they say time? Um, the, 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 the time has come. The song is over. Thought I'd something more to say. So at like the and very then, end of the song. Yeah. So that's yeah, a long yeah. road. Yeah. yeah. I think it's maybe just a couple times in there. You know, I never had a like Pink Floyd Led Zeppelin phase. It wow. seems like something that, you know, most kind of dudes our age had, right. you know, like mm -hmm. sophomore year of high school, they kind of like mm -hmm. find dad's old records and get into like the kind of stony classic rock. But yeah, it, uh, it never happened for me. Yeah. I, I, I've never left that. I mean, Pink Floyd, I never left it. I, I, had, a, I had a Led Zeppelin phase. And then I don't like listening to... Led Zeppelin now, if I listen to it, like depresses me of like a time gone by almost. It's like a, it's a, and you know what? Floyd can be depressing as well. I said that yeah. recently that Animals, I don't listen to that album as much anymore because it reminds me of like a time in my life that I'm like, I just feel old and, and, and also I was depressed back then when I listened to it. And that's another funny thing. Why? Cause I said this to you too. I'm like, oh, I wonder why I was such a depressed kid. And then you look you listen to those albums as an adult and there's some heavy 
depressing shit on each each right. one of those albums. It's fucking talking about going down into Florida and dying of cancer and stuff. But uh <laughs> but are you attra- but are you attracted to those thematically because your mm. adolescent brain at that time is already kind of having those thoughts? Cuz that was Probably, me like I would, yes. like I wanted those kind of like yeah, I wanted stuff that was a little dark and you know edgy did you like, because did you that's have a Floyd phase? Oh, big time Floyd. I was a Floyd wow. fan. I was Floyd freak. Mm. Which I, one's pink, I'd say. <laughs> I've I've kind of come around on Led Zeppelin. Some Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. has kind of made its way into my rotation. And I have like a running playlist that has a little Led Zeppelin on it. Mm. But it 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 works until I remember, oh yeah, these are all about hobbits. <laughs> and then I just have to change it because I realize that it's like not actually cool. That's yeah. that's that makes me like it. I think that like, that I think that draws me into it even more. I I want to <laughs> hear about I want to hear about Gandalf and the the misty the what is it the misty in the uh, yeah the misty mountains yeah the misty mountains but what is it oh in the darkest depths of Mordor that's it that's it yeah. The, yeah. Hey, hey they, mama they, got the one ring on the way to Mordor. I'm gonna bring. <laughs> <laughs> Hobbits. Get, walk around. <laughs> I don't know. They walk around. That was right? perfect. <laughs> That's what they do in Lord of the Rings. They're just walking around. Have you have you have you never have you watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Jordan? Yeah. So I um so you know th- this is my journey with 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 Tolkien. Um, and I think when you're you know when you're kind of a nerdy kid and you're kind of a library kid, which I was, um, mm-hmm. people just shove Tolkien at you constantly like every time there's right. like a relative who doesn't know what to get you for a birthday mm. yeah you know you get a you get a little paperback lord of the rings yeah. and when i was a kid so i i tried on numerous occasions to crack them and it it was so boring to me i'm like i don't mm. all of these words are made up there's no real words in this um and it just didn't do it for me um and you know i was in high school when the movie started to come out and i you know, and I had friends who were Tolkien freaks, so I went to see them, um, you know, like at midnight screenings, and I would always fall asleep. I'm like, these are so long, wow. I don't understand this. Wow. Um, wow. So yeah, but but um, you know, I think uh, uh, during during the you know the great indoorsing that just happened, we all kind of like had some pop culture projects that we were working on. So I went back and revisited Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, these fucking rule. These are so, so good. good. And then I did the Hobbits, and I'm like, these aren't quite as good, but they still fucking rule. Oh and yeah, so maybe really it, maybe it was like having a lot of time on my hands, but like the longness of the Hobbits didn't bother me at all. I'm like, right? Can we can we sing more dishwashing songs? I am here for more <laughs> dishwashing songs. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for more like villain backstory. Bring it on! I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm here for it. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm a bigger Tolkien freak now than when I was at the like age that you're supposed to be one. I I think um I think some of Zeppelin's finer songs or "Fool in the Rain" came up in my uh on my on my shuffle the other day, which mm. I think I think maybe just is that. Is that pure Zeppelin or is that was that like one of the you know pager plant on their own? I think it is pure Zeppelin, but uh, uh, Fool in the Rain I like a lot. But then also I think like all the Hobbit songs, like Battle of Ev- Evermore is a, is a is a Hobbit song. You know that one, Wags? Yeah, I had a. I, this is making me think because I had a an English professor 
English literature professor in Battle college. Battle Forevermore, is that right? Yeah. Who said, um, I, I don't know their catalog as, uh, as well as some others, but I, I, but I, I had a, I had, this making me think I had an English literature professor in college who said that if you want to see the difference between the British and American public school systems, listen to British heavy metal. Because the uh, lyrics are so much more like they're they're they you know they're filled with literary references and it you know like infused vocabulary and then the American American metal is just like I'm gonna suck the devil's cock you know it's just like <laughs> it's so crass. It's referencing Filbert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of metal just about uh, married with children in Herman's head. <laughs> 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 Fox sitcoms of the early 90s were just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well-worn Battle, territory. Battle of Evermore, Misty Mountain Hop. I think Ram- Ramble On is the darkest depths of Mordor. They have a few a few good songs from Zeppelin are, 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 uh, are, are Hobbit-based. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring back songs Bring about back. Hobbits. More Hobbit Bring songs. And more songs in Hobbit movies. I love it. We yeah, love all have, of it. How about how about a dishwashing heavy metal song? A heavy metal song about <laughs> I love it. Washing dishes. Would, that'd be awesome. That well, actually that would kind of rule. That'd that would great. rule. <laughs> a Dave Ma- a new Dave like I'm talking like Dave Matthews is a new band. A Dave <laughs> Matthews band, an album dedicated to the Hobbits. That world God, be that'd be that? awesome. That would that would be the coolest thing Dave Matthews had ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, no, oh, no, hold on. Uh, I think I think the world should be explored more until you know it's a series on Amazon and and then it's destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I, Did you see- now, Mitch? There's a lot of fine programming on Amazon Prime. That's oh, true. Yes, yes. That's of course. Good I'm point, talking Jordan. about Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> When's Bosch month, by the way? <laughs> hey, you know what? It's coming up now. Now that Tomorrow War Month is over, hey Bezos, just like some. American heavy metal, you can fucking sick suck the devil's cock. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Fucking Mitch doubling down on Bezos. He can't hear this, Mitch. He's in space. <laughs> you coward. You're throwing yeah. down the gauntlet when he's in space and can't even hear this. He can't defend himself. I, I can't wait for him to get back to Earth, Mitch, and then for you to have to issue an apology in a Cantonese. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I have to do for the industry, Wags. I'll do whatever yeah. I have to do. Man, is, so hold on a second. Is the devil's dick hot? Is it like putting like a hot pocket mm, in your mouth that's been microwaved for question. a long time? I think so. Yeah. I would, or is it like a hot link? Is it the insides that are hot? I mean, look, we shouldn't spend too much time on this, but we should spend at least a little bit of time on it. You know, Nick, I, <laughs> Mitch, I'm actually a biblical scholar. I know Weigert <laughs> didn't mention that in my credits, but I am. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a student. I'm a student of the word. And, uh, you know, and, and again, this is in some, some translations of the Bible say this, um, mm. you know, not all of them, uh, not the King James version, but if you kind of go back, there's some translations <laughs> that, um, clarify that the devil's dick is cold, but the cum is hot. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Wow. So it's, uh, the, the hot cum is, uh, is more, um, you know, is, uh, uh, is more of a torture because because you you don't right. expect it you know you're yes, like yes oh, that's crazy how hot could this come be the dick is so cold yeah, yeah. it's like I'm enjoying a popsicle right and then boom you know yeah you get a mm-hmm. bunch of lava right and ra- rocketed into your uvula mm-hmm. were, were, were you 
Were you saying that like it was supposed to be relatable of eating a popsicle and then having a hot gush of something happen? <laughs> I'm saying that how that's how unexpected it would be. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. It's very it's very it's very cold. Hey, the devil and I have something month is going great. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the devil and I have something in common for once. But yes, let's move on from this. <laughs> Wait, what Jesus Which, Christ? <laughs> cold dick? Yeah, I got cold. I got a case of the cold dick. Got it. <laughs> Constantly looks like it's cold. Mitch, right, you think you Jordan. could just be sitting on a box of Klondike bars? <laughs> <laughs> Check and make sure you might. That would be a true tragedy. I would be bummed out. <laughs> hey, Squish Klondike's still pretty good, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You, you know, we, I haven't had a Klondike in a long while. We, we, uh, but Jordan, here we go. Watch this sug- segue. Segue. Watch this segue. Jordan, the summer months are coming up. What are some of your fun summer treats to cool yourself down? Uh, great segue, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> A great segue into talking about hot dogs. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let's see. I mean, and I think we'll talk about this. Um, we'll probably talk about this a little bit later in the show because of uh, the restaurant we went to. But I love a cold can beer. I love a Hell cold yeah. can mm. beer that mm. somebody like underhand to like underhands to you Ooh, when you're like good. walking yeah. into a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just like cheap, cheap cold canned beer, I think is like awesome during the summer months. And uh, yeah, that's that's one of my faves. And you know, I'm this is kind of interesting. I. Um, you know, during uh, 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 during uh, COVID junk, I know we're probably sick of talking about like what I did during COVID. Like, all eh, right, but um, not a lot's happened since then. So, well, yeah, we're we're all with Delta boat. variant. We're gonna start doing it again soon. So, right. oh, well. thanks. You know, Mitch, you're right. Thanks. I feel better about telling the story now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I feel more comfortable knowing that the Delta variant <laughs> is out there. <laughs> um, so my story is more <laughs> is uh, more impactful. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, um, you know, I kind of discovered that when I was just kind of home alone, I didn't love drinking. Like, drinking kind of bummed me out. I, like, skipped the fun part of drunk and went right to the sad part of drunk. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, so I kind of just cut it out. And I think um, doctors describe that as the Weiger zone. Is that correct? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my doctor sang it, actually. He's like, you're on a highway to the... Weiger zone. Um, he does not have a good bedside manner, my doctor. Um, Sounds cool so, to me. Yeah, so I was I was plunging into the Weiger zone a little quicker than I than I would have, would have wanted, and um, uh, yeah, so I kind of cut it out, and you know I didn't miss it too much. But something I noticed was that you know I guess I guess your body just wants that sugar that you were getting from alcohol. So mm-hmm. my sweet tooth is out of control it is like Mm. i and i became horny for ice cream i became so like so into ice cream so like i had a freezer full of klondike bars i was like yeah getting uh salt and straw postmated a couple times a week like yeah so i am like uh, i went from interested in ice cream to like obsessed with ice cream kind of yeah. kind of kind of like the lord of the rings movie something i wow liked. yeah so i I've, i'm like I've, I've picked up uh two two interests ice cream and lord of the rings so the other uh, the other the other half of the zeppelin catalog i think is about ice creams and lollies right, right. Uh, 
You love sweet it's, treats. Right. Yeah, Lord of the Rings and then. Uh, immigrant song is um, ch- chip a mint song. <laughs> eh, it doesn't really work. <laughs> Like chip that. a mint, <laughs> mint chip. <laughs> I liked it a lot too. Thank you. Also, for the podcast, it's probably the best pun we've ever, we've ever, we've ever yeah, made. Definitely. Well, yeah, it's the best thing that's been on this tier. podcast. But <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, Mitch, I know. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what's your what are your flavors of ice cream? What's your, what's your favorite flavor? Oh boy, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm a little basic. I like a trip to Target, and I like a salted caramel. Um, that's Ooh, all right. And I know it's like it's like the least adventurous choice, especially when you're at one of those places that has like rose water and lavender, and you know, sure, like, wow. Vietnamese coffee, and like it's fun to have a little bite of someone else's when it comes to those flavors. But yeah, give me that salted caramel. I'm fucking basic. Yeah. Give me my Uggs. Give me my live, laugh, love sign. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little chuggy when it comes to ice cream. Hell yeah. <laughs> that You know, but that salted caramel was an adventurous flavor at some point. That's true. There was, yeah, there, yeah. There was like a decade ago, it was like, oh, this is a novelty. Oh, have you tried this? You know? Caramel. Oh, like a sundae s- with bacon in it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I think it was like kale. Like now kale is just like on every menu. And yeah, salted right. caramel no. is just a flavor. I think rose water should go out with the bath water. Why? Because I think that, you, that, that all these wow. crazy flavors, I think that we're, it's just a little. John Stewart little. isn't listening to this episode. He's going to be livid. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Mitch is going to take some shots at Irresistible. <laughs> <laughs> An impossible Stu- movie to take shots at. <laughs> I think Stewart would be thrilled that someone is someone's talking rose water at, uh, <laughs> in any capacity yeah these uh, podcasters can't stop talking about rose water <laughs> no just one of them doesn't like the ice cream flavor sorry John. <laughs> i'll take That's it i'll good. take it cool yeah <laughs> people still might google it <laughs> and by the way president trump confirmed three supreme court justices We'll be right back. <laughs> wow. It's just really is like completely wow. serious throws wow. to break. Does he have a does he have a podcast, Stuart? No, n- no, I don't think he has a podcast. I mean, he should. I, you know, his old school daily show was mm. I don't know. I like the I like the Stuart Daily show. It was it was an era where you couldn't really there really were a lot of we talking John wing. We're talking John Stewart or Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Yeah, Weiger's old enough to remember when Jimmy Stewart hosted The Daily Show. And it was a play. It was a play that you went to see. It was brought to you by cigarettes, and we liked it. It's all about the um, concept. I was going to try to do a hacky Jimmy Stewart impression. I bailed on it. I bailed on it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know what I think about this FDR. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I thought That's you were going to do a, car- a, a, car- a Jimmy Stewart uh, who's unsure of, of his own Jimmy Stewart. Oh, I'm not very confident in my Jimmy Stewart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded a little bit like Peter Griffin in there, too. Yeah. I mean, is this as hacky as walking at this point? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's come back around. It's kind of itchy. <laughs> Jordan, you mentioned your your brew dog your, uh, your brew dog preferences a little bit. You were talking like you like an American macro brew. It sounds like just like a cheap beer. We're talking like a PBR, a Natty Ice. Is that the kind of region we're living in? Yeah, I um and, and yeah, again, this will this will enter into the conversation about the restaurant. But like for sure, my my favorite 
beer, if I'm being perfectly honest with myself and your listeners, um, and I think they deserve nothing less than my full honesty. Of course. Um, you know, you come on Doughboys to get real. You come on Doughboys to get raw. You come yeah. on Doughboys mm-hmm. to be uncensored. Mm. Um, so my favorite beer, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, is the discontinued Miller Chill. Their um, their mm. shot at Bud Light Lime. I thought Miller Chill was better than Bud Light Lime. It was a Miller Light with a twist of uh, artificial lime, and uh, eh, there's nothing better. I don't remember Miller Chill at all. Mitch, you ever have Miller Chill? Uh, I'm not sure if I've had Miller Chill, but I but I but I like the sound of it. I think it sounds fun. Yeah, sounds fun. Uh, oh, maybe it's still around. I feel like I never see it, but um, I'm doing a, a little Google, and it looks like you can still get it on Drizzly at least. But um, okay, ooh. I guess. Oh no, okay, Miller. Okay, this from BizJournals.com. It says they're ending the Miller Chill brand. So yeah, I have not Bye. I have not seen it personally in a long time. But uh, yeah, if anybody's got a got a line on some <laughs> Miller Chill that's been buried in a desert somewhere, uh, let me know so I can go <laughs> dig it up. <laughs> Like ET cartridges. <laughs> you know what I just realized is that Drizzly is supposed to be like Grizzly because there's a bear logo, right? Oh, is that what it is? Oh. I think I just finally realized this. Drizzly is like Grizzly. Huh. Drizzly is like Grizzly. Who would have thought? Drizzly is like Grizzly. I mean, probably a lot of people. Um, you could probably do like a, uh, a if you did a par- like a documentary parody of a Grizzly Man called Drizzly Man. Like that's that, good. You could, you could do that. Yeah, it's good. A guy who disorders drizzly a lot. Yeah, that's that's good. That's funny. Yeah, it's that good. Has, it's funny. That what has would legs. The, what that's would good. the iconic end of Grizzly Man be in this situation? You know, the iconic end of Grizzly Man, of yeah. course, being you know right. Werner Herzog watching the Grizzly Man die, and yes. but we we the viewer don't see it, but we get to we don't watch get to him it. watch it. I yeah, think that he's it's telling, like, he's like telling. I think it's like a guy who who orders too much drizzly and like, and they're like recording him and he like jacks off and it's just yeah it's just the audio <laughs> of him jacking off yeah you must never listen to this recording Distort, <laughs> disturbing it features a man him climax jacking off and having difficulty because he has had too much Miller chill <laughs> so his erection is not as firm as he would like <laughs> when he climaxes he says I'm limp still. It's really <laughs> is, is so disturbing. Is, is this is an impression as hacky as Stuart at this point? <laughs> Should we just leave it to Paul F. Tompkins? <laughs> I didn't even attempt. I didn't attempt either. I didn't attempt either. Oh, how about that? I didn't attempt either. <laughs> I think you should have attempted. That was kind of. There's them. a little Jeff Foxworthy in your Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez, I think that you might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> if you're too tentative to attempt an impression and then later in the podcast you try to call it back, you might be doing an accidental Foxworthy. <laughs> <laughs> if you get your wings every time a bell rings, <laughs> you might be an angel. You might be st- <laughs> Damn, that's good. <laughs> Can't top that. No. You might be having a wonderful life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. Wow. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. 
It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with our guest Jordan Morris, the comic version of Bubble. 
available for pre-order now in stores July 13th. Jordan, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's I'm having a blast so far. Having a blast on this pod, and we had a blast with you at this week's chain, Golden Road Brewing, which is Mitch mentioned yeah. before we were recording, our first IRL Doughboys meal in That's a right. year and change. And let me just tell you that I said this to Wags that night. I saw him in person for the first time in over a year, and he reacted like I had seen him yesterday. Oh, hey, yeah. buddy. Uh, is there a table ready? That's exactly. <laughs> I was Which like, I, I don't know, though. dude. Good to see you again for the first time in person for a year. He gave uh, you yeah, a yeah. thumbs up, Mitch. He gave yeah, you a he thumbs did. up. I t- Jordan, you you did. You came up and you slapped me on the back and you said hello. Way more of a greeting than Weiger, who uh, who uh, I don't I don't think I've maybe ever touched. Uh, <laughs> I will I will say that I you know uh, uh, you know I I was I was excited to do this not just because I like I love the pod but because I I love you guys you're my friends I was like excited to see you in person and I was Likewise. like I. I wanted to, I was, I, I, I wanted to, to like bear hug the both of you, but I wasn't, I, I'm not sure if we're doing that yet as a, as mm. a, as a nation, as a culture. Are yes. we, are we bear hugging? Would you guys have been okay with it? Did I, should, did I, did I play, play it right by just backpatting? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I, I would have been extremely fine with a bear. I would have more yeah. than mm-hmm. fine. I would have been happy with a bear hug. Yeah. Also, also, most of my hugs are bear hugs, just so you know. I, I feel like <laughs> it's just a general designation for me to have yeah. a bear hug. But I would have been very happy to get a big a big hug from you. Um, uh, we, well, we, well, Jordan, you and I had had a little, we'd, we'd done a little uh, outdoor, like, backyard hang with oh, some right. friends, like, a week prior. And so this was, like, the second time I'd seen you in person. I, if I, if memory serves, I believe we did embrace on that You did. We did embrace. So, yes, Weiger and I have hugged. And, yeah. Interesting. And Mitch and I have yet to hug. You're right. Weiger did hug. And, uh, you know, Mitch, I know you give him, you give him a lot of flack for, you know, you know, not being emotional, but, um, when we hugged, he 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 went. Mm, this feels good. <laughs> mm. I this was honestly. Good. <laughs> so I think Weiger's got it in him. I think he's got. <laughs> I, I was honestly searching my memory bank to think of a time Weiger and I embraced, hugged. Yeah, and. I the only the only instance that came up in my head is a sad example, so I don't want to say it. But I I think that we've you, you more so you put your arm around me like this. Why we've you, done that? Done, yeah, you've done like hey, thanks, buddy. You've done one of those. But uh, we've done a lot of side hugs. I feel like we've maybe yeah. I don't I don't actually don't. I think we were maybe so exhausted at the end of our Feast Coast tour that we didn't. I don't know if anybody hugged. I think yeah. we were just happy for it to be done. I think um, also but, we're afraid of of hugging like face on and giving like a full hug because we'll get stuck together like like velcro basically (laughs) (laughs) you'll connect at the stubble (laughs) (laughs) um but uh but uh i don't i you're i I never think of you as a a huggy guy but i was happy i'm not a hugger i was happy to be back in person with you and and jordan doing one of your favorite activities which is down in some as wags calls them brew dogs and that's right I, I've said this. I I don't drink beer as much as I used to, um, though I have been drinking more of it lately. But I, but when it's the right time, if it's a hot day, if you've been working all day, or like I've said this before, but it can just be the best drink on earth. Yes, I mean, yeah. the fact that you're getting some alcohol on a cold beer, 
oh man, it can be, it can, it can just hit the spot. And you know what? I really enjoyed it when we were together and we were, when we were taking down some, some, some brews and, and tasting some brews and, and eating big old burgers. Cause it was, it was, it was great. Yeah. It was, it was the first time I'd really done something like that in a long time. A lot, yeah. lot of fun. I will say that, uh, you know, to Jordan's point from earlier, yes, it, yes, you get a beer in like a like some sort of backyard setting or some sort of outdoor hot day. Mm-hmm. It is so, it, this is exactly what you're saying, Mitch. It, it is so refreshing. I don't get that at all from like a hard seltzer, like even though it's similarly mm, cold, yeah, not the same either. sort of refreshing sort of feeling, but I do no. get that from a non-alcoholic beer. So if I want to go a little lighter, I'll sometimes go NA and, you know, that that actually, I, I will get the same sort of refreshing um, sort of like, oh, this is just... This is just a party. I'm just having a little party, mm-hmm. and I'm getting chill, and I'm chilling out a little bit. Yeah, um, a one man party. I get it. Um, with with not look with non alcoholic beard. Yeah, I think I think I think that could hit the spot. But I do think that there is a if if you're a drinker, if you if you abstain, then then yes. more power to you. But I think yeah. with, with I, alcohol, when it tastes delicious like that, and you know that you're like. Getting a little buzz on top of it Light on like buzz, a hot. Sure. Day. Oh man, it's fun. It can't be beat. I will say that I like you know I I love that you know canned beer on a hot day that I mentioned. But if I'm yes. like drinking, if I'm like you know if that's the night's activity is drinking, I like one beer and then I switch to uh, cocktails or hard alcohol. I feel right. like if I have more than one beer, I get the sleepies so bad and like mm. the night is over. Especially if it's like a Guinness or something. If I have more than one, like I'm I'm in bed by 1030. Yes. Well, spoiler agree. alert, it didn't happen tonight because we took the party from Golden Road Brewery all the way down to the Kibitz room. Yeah. Yes. A Joe a Joe Mo special, a second location. Love a second That's right. location. Yeah. Um, we yeah, met up with no, we kind of had a big, we kind of had a big night of, uh, of, of society is kind of open again. We, we, mm-hmm. we ate, we had a couple brews and then we met our buddy, uh, John Gabris at the Kibitz room, which is the, uh, the kind of, uh, uh, little dumpy bar that's attached to Cantor's Deli where, um, you can always count on there being like a weird cover band or something. A, uh, yeah. an LA institution. I, I love the Kibitz room and yeah, it was so cool to like hang with friends in in one of my favorite bars yeah it was great blast. and also you know that if we saw anyone wearing a, a mask you know we were snatching it off their face oh yeah <laughs> the mask snatchers are mask. here baby <laughs> let's see those mouths we said <laughs> we have a video we have a vhs you can order online of mask snatchers <laughs> <laughs> just us pulling masks off of uh, people and then also accusing uh, uh, veterans of stolen valor. Right. <laughs> Did you earn this purple heart, sir? We taped it over uh, Jerry Springer's Too Hot for TV VHS, so you might get a little bit of that on either side. Um, yeah. Which is so fun. Yeah, it's like an Easter so yeah, egg. Fun pranks. We're, we're real pranksters. It was, a, it, was a, it was a great night. It was a great night back, and it started with Golden Road. Why? Because that's what I was trying to segue into. Or that's Subway. Right. <laughs> Take it over. It's 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 your segue. Great great segue. Uh, it was founded in 2011 <laughs> by Meg Gill and Tony Yano. Segue Yano, sounds like a uh, Harry Potter villain. <laughs> <laughs> so it, and it's, then you realize it's a wildly anti-Semitic caricature, right? Like, <laughs> uh, segue is confusing everyone on which bathroom to use. <laughs> uh, in hindsight, these were pretty bad. <laughs> Uh, you know, owns two local restaurants. I did not know this, but you guys may know the the local hey, haunts. Well, Mo- well now, yeah. now you know. Now you know. Now Mohawk you know. Bend. 
and Tony's Darts Away are both the same ownership wow. as nice. Golden Road. I like both those places. Yeah, Mohawk Bend is good. Yeah, and, and and so Golden Road has become the largest craft brewery in Los Angeles, famed for its Wolf Pup IPA and its Mango Cart Wheat Ale, uh, which is mm. polarizing but certainly has its fans. Uh, sold to Anheuser Busch InBev in September 2015, which which is the largest beverage company in the world, and has about a half dozen brew pubs, uh, which are, are are located across California. And that's what we went to. We went to the one in L.A. Um, in Atwater, I believe, near the Choo Choo. The train was coming by. That's right. One one really scared us at one point, if you remember. Caught us off guard. Yeah. Caught us off guard big time. Um, but right, yeah, you gotta cross the train. You gotta cross the tracks. You do. Uh, it's like a it's like a, yeah, it's an eight mile situation. The train is right next door. You're at I mean, it's not like eight mile in Detroit, but it's a. Uh, but there are trains nearby. <laughs> That's right. It's similar in that way. <laughs> it's similar in that way. And you can, the trains do, that one train was hauling. It was fucking hauling ass. Uh, yeah. When, when it, when it kind of scared everybody, but uh, mostly they usually kind of just crawl by at a, yeah. at a slow pace. <sighs> Guys, um, we fucked up. We should have crushed some pennies. Yeah, oh, man, I agree. Fun. We should have crushed some great. beer cans too on the train. I mean, we, we we really we we fucked it up. Yeah, we should have thrown some glass bottles at the train. <laughs> <laughs> at the condu- through the open window, try to hit the conductor. <laughs> it's also funny to think of like a conductor getting hit and like a train losing it like uh going like uh whoa, whoa, whoa. and then like, getting whoa, it back whoa, on track <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a train spitting out like when a car hits ice <laughs> <laughs> took out a neighborhood uh, <laughs> Let's uh, let's I guess you know what. Let's start with this is a this is a brewery first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Let, let's let's start with beers. I will say that I got a taster of beers. I, I always love it when a brewer. I mean, all the breweries mm. do this, so I guess it's not a novelty. But I love it when it's available. So I got four different ones. I got three that were their fruit varietals or fruit beer varietals. Um, I mentioned this. The mango cart is the big one. The mango cart is their is their huge breakout hit. Uh, they also have a spicy mango cart, which is the one I got. Uh, and then a mm. pineapple cart, which is a pineapple wheat ale with bloody, blood orange and strawberry notes as well. And also melon cut, uh, which is watermelon, honeydew, and cantaloupe imbued into another wheat ale. These are all refreshing. You know, I think the original, the mango cart, which I can't have a lot of, but I can have one of those and have a lovely time. It's 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 a little sweet, but it is, I think it's, it's, a, it's a fun, refreshing beer. And, uh, you know, I don't have to do a sort of dick measuring thing with getting the hoppiest IPA. Uh, I can get like a nice little, you know, uh, fruit infused beer and have a nice time. Uh, I so I like I think probably the original mango cart better than the rest, but the spicy mango cart is also nice. You know, I'm something of a heat seeker, well, so having that option I think is great for one round. No I one's going to win that competition against you, but um, <laughs> all right. I also I also get in, in a dick measuring contest. Nick, you pull out just enough to win, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Uncle Milty, <laughs> yeah, the Uncle oh, Milty. God. <laughs> What a fucking and it's not out of your pants; it's out of your own mouth. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, all right. Too much. I'm sorry. No, no, just perfect. No, no. Um, we 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 were we were giving shit to people who are like I, you know, the IPA crowd. Yes, who's, right. yes. Who's gonna give? Who's gonna give us shit for this episode, anyways? But but like uh. You know, like, look, first of all, too many IPAs taste the same to me. And now that's going to get everyone up in arms. But it's the truth. Yeah. Aren't you sick of IPAs? Don't they all don't so many of them taste 
very similarly. Like, like I, like a, a the beer snob IPA guy annoys me. It just annoys me. I got, I can't help yeah. it. Wags. There's yes. a guy. There's a certain kind of guy who's going to be very mad about this episode, and he looks like if all three of us got in a matter transporter accident. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he will be he will be in our menchies saying that like yes. I've heard mm-hmm. you know I think I've mentioned Golden Road before and like people say oh it's not a real craft brew it's like it says it's craft beer but it's not I don't know the difference I don't want mm-hmm. you to explain the difference to me guy uh, right but um, yeah I, I do think that there are people who are like very intense beer people who who to them this brand is doing something sacrilegious and I don't. I don't know exactly what that argument is, and I I don't care to hear it. So, anyways, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the crux of it is just that they sold out. You know, they yeah. they they went with a big macro. They got bought by a the largest beverage company in the world. But also, it's like I, when I've read from the when I was reading an interview with the 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 co founders, they were just basically like, it's just no one would have turned down that money to be blunt. So, sure. which mm-hmm. I which I get. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think purists are like because like is. I feel like Stone has got to be owned by somebody, or is Stone still fully independent? I feel like all the, anytime you investigate any of these craft breweries, they're always owned by some other fucking larger label. Yeah. It's just the nature of the industry. Yeah. Arrogant Bastard yep. is owned by Halliburton? <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the pineapple cart and melon cart, I have similar impressions to just, I, I just prefer the mango cart. I think the spicy mango cart does you know, does what it's, does something, uh, uh, does it a little different. And so there's a reason to get that. But the other ones, I just feel like the, the, the sweetness of the mango plus the little bit of the tartness works better than the kind of, um, uh, the, the smoother melon cart or the, the acid from the pineapple. And then the, the chela, which is the, the smooth Mexican style amber lager, i I thought was really nice, very drinkable. If I was going to get another, uh, beer and we weren't another round there and we weren't going to second location, I probably would have opted for that one because it was just just very, mm. very drinkable. Um, uh, Mr. Slice, talk us through your beer selection. Well, Wags, I'm, I'm frantically trying to look up what I got. So... I got a, I got a, I got a I got a beer to start off and and I, and then I got yes. a, I got a I got a taste around. I truly don't remember the beer. I got I know I got a mango card at one point. Yes. And then I got and then well, I got there, a taste. there was a Did you get a guava cider? Am I wrong about that? Was that one no, you I, ordered? I, I did get a guava though. I did get I did get a, a guava uh a guava guava what was it called? I got a pal oh, look. I I got I got him here. I got a Palisades yes. Palisades pineapple. Is one of the beers I got. This was in, this is in the the, the tasting. This yes. was in my uh, in my in my tasting. And then it wasn't. I didn't. I don't think it was a guava cider. It, it was a gua, it was a guava beer. And it's, okay. and it's but it's but it's not on here. Um, and then I got a dodge. There was a oh, dodge. There's a there's ale. a guava dia blonde ale, which is that's a what one. I got. You might have gotten that one. And then yeah, you got that, the the Dodgers blonde blonde ale that you just mentioned. Yeah, the guava dia, the the Dodgers blonde, um, and then I got a pineapple cart. That's actually my first beer. Was yes. the pineapple card? I figured it yeah, out. Which is pineapple wheat ale with blood orange and strawberry. I really liked the pineapple card. I thought the pineapple card was pretty tasty. Um, I thought all the beers were tasty. In the in that yeah. taster, the the Dodgers blonde was good. The uh, the, uh, the that uh, the guava dia was really good. That pineapple palisades, and then there was one on the oh, and then I think the mango cart was the the other one that I got that was actually small. They were all they were all really tasty. Wags. Yeah, I enjoyed all of them. I I, I I had a blast with each one of them. I I, I was having fun trying. I mean, like it had been forever since I felt safe 
you know, taking a sip of someone's beer, but we're both right. vaccinated. So I was, I took, I took a few sips of your beer and, yeah. and I think that they do a and good job let there. Nick spit the beer into your mouth from his mouth, right? That's, that is, that is true. <laughs> that Just is wanted true. to clarify that that happened. That happened, right? Did that and we, happen? And we, that happened. and we were, and then that we happened. were like, we're vaccinated. We were like screaming that <laughs> as it was happening. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the Palisades pineapple liked a lot. Honestly, some of these could have been even like fruitier in my mind, but, but, uh, but I, but I really enjoyed them. Um, uh, yeah, they, they, I, I had, I, why, I was having a blast. I, I, yeah. I, I like, I like the tasters. I like the little, I like, I like trying a bit of each of the beer. I think that's fun. It's a fun yeah. way to get, to get a little, to get a little fucked up. It's a good time. <laughs> For sure. And you can drink four of them and you're drinking like one beer. So it's like, yeah, mm. you get to, you could have a night. It's a nice way to have, I think maybe your first or second round. Then after that, you can settle into something more conventional. Jordan, talk mm. us through your beer selection. Uh, yeah. So I started with a pint of the Golden State Cerveza. And this is kind of like a Corona analog. Um, but yeah, a little, a little, uh, a little more complex and uh, some more notes. I really liked it. Uh, really good. Great, like hot weather beer. Uh, and then I got tasters of the GRB Red, um, which I was kind of looking for something. Uh, I wanted to try something that was like a little more of a stout, and I was kind of surprised they didn't have it on the menu. Or if they did, I didn't see it. I was kind of looking for what their Guinness was. Um, right. But the, I think the closest thing to something a little heartier was this GRB Red, um, mm. which I thought was really good. Um, I don't I don't know exactly what beer family it belongs to, but it was uh, a little uh, a little darker and a little heartier. And then I also got a taster of the Wolf, uh, the Passion Wolf Hazy IPA. Uh, you know, I know we're we're uh, we're we're uh, we're ripping on IPAs and and the IPA community a little bit, but I wanted to try it because I know it's something that they're known for. And yeah, yes. this definitely had that kind of woodsy. You know, I just licked a campfire uh, property to it, <laughs> but um, but uh, but it was definitely like not severe and not like challenging. It had a little bit of that IPA character, but it was a uh, pretty light and easy drinking, and I. Uh, I actually liked it. I liked it more than I like that traditional intense IPA. Um, yeah, so those were my three beers, and uh, yeah, they, they they were all they were all really tasty in their own way. I think I uh, the the Golden State Cerveza I would I would definitely get again. Yeah, for sure. And 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 I, I mean I think they're they're you know they have a they have a <clears throat> they have a beer selection that goes in a bunch of different directions. So whatever your tastes are, I think you'll be able to find something there. And they have a they have a large selection, which I think is what you want in a brew pub. So that's to its credit. The uh, let's get into food a little bit. So I'll I'll introduce the apps and then we can share our thoughts. Two of the apps were vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm not eating meat this year. No meat shall I eat. So I uh, I was able to experience those two. And then there was one that included meat that you guys shared. Uh, we got a pub pretzel, which is a giant Bavarian pretzel with a spicy nacho cheese and a uh, and a, a and an IPA mustard. Uh, the tachos, which are tater tots, black beans, beer cheese, guac, uh, crema, and chilies. And then we also got the carnitas fries, I believe, which were shoestring fries with. Uh, uh, slow braised pork carnitas, charred tomatillo salsa, and cotija, mm-hmm. uh, as well as cilantro and lime. What did you guys think of those carnitas fries? They were really good. Yeah, they were mm. killer. They were really tasty. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah the the uh, the the yeah the carnitas were were good and all the like mm-hmm. you know kind of salsa and the dressings they added were really tasty. Great cheese. Right. It's not a you know you don't you don't. Uh, have that Mexican cheese on top of fries a lot, but it, it really worked. Yeah, I th- yeah, I thought those those fries were really killer. Were they the standout app? Because that was the one I didn't have. 
I think we, uh, I think we're simpatico on this, Mitch. I think that the star of the show, period, the star of the whole night was those tachos. Yeah, the wow. tachos are really good. I they really enjoyed awesome. those. Very good. And yeah, yeah. And I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit tired of like, you know, tater tots as a brew pub menu item, you know, a little overdone, you know. Sure. Um, and yeah, and I was kind of wondering how the tater tots would jive with the kind of like nacho toppings, but they were great. And the fact that you, it's a decadent starter that you could share with vegetarians right. is mm-hmm. awesome. Cause I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I mean, I eat meat, but I know the like, you know, the awkwardness of like going somewhere with a vegetarian and, you know, um, you know, there being nothing fun they could have. The fact yes. that this was like a fun app. I mean, Nick, you know this. You've been, all this year, you've just been reviewing fries and napkins. So it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> we tell him to stop eating the napkins, but he's, he keeps doing it. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> Nick, it's ruining your bowel movements. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, shitting I out graph paper. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Digestive process is am- amazing. The, the fact that, yeah, and I don't know if you could get these vegan. I don't know if you could swap out that pub cheese for a vegan cheese. But if if this is something that, like, vegans could share, too, I mean, this was this was awesome. It was so good. They mm. do have a vegan beer cheese, which is noted with the pretzel. Um, so that that is an option. I, ass- I assume you could sub that in with the tachos. I will say we'll get to the mains in a second. But it it, it is a kind of a, a, con- a little bit of a confusing menu in terms of, like, they offer a distinct – you can add a Beyond Burger to a salad. Like, that's an mm. option. But the actual burgers are not specified that you can add a Beyond Burger. You can sub in the patty for a Beyond Burger, they, but they will let you do that. So I think probably there's just some menu language that needs to be ironed out. Yeah, it was out. a weird thing where you were like, where you were like, can I get that with a Beyond Burger? And they're like, oh, so you want the vegan burger? Like, didn't they say like a weird thing where they're like... Yes, they said you want it vegan style. Yeah, the vegan style, which was very... Yeah, it seemed confusing. The, to- the tots, the tots, The tots were great. The in the in, we we were afraid because we got tots you know potato based and then we also got the carnitas fries but man they both were just they both were really fantastic I guess the loser of the bunch even though I feel like we were being hard on it was that pretzel uh, the pub pretzel but I think maybe there should just been more like you know cheeses like more like or like just a variety of sauces to dip it in or something yeah. to change it up um it could have been a little bit more soft too it could have been softer yeah. Um, uh, the Doughboys way. It should have been. It should have been just a little bit more soft, uh, <laughs> softer and colder, <laughs> softer and colder. <laughs> but uh, but I, I didn't. I didn't think it was terrible. Honestly, I thought it was okay. Uh, it, it wasn't terrible. If you got that at like a ball game, you'd be like, "This is fine" or "This is good." Yeah. The, I agree that the that the nacho cheese and the the the. The nacho cheese in a vacuum and then the the mustard, the IPA mustard were, were nothing particularly special. My main issue is I just feel like the, the ba- that bad boy needed more salt. It had so little salt on it. It had a couple mm. of little sprinkles and congregated in a couple of areas. It was mostly just plain, like, salt that bad boy up. I didn't, you know what? I, I don't need it to be too, too salty, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, I feel like the outside of it wasn't even, like, to the point, like, if you poured salt on it, it would just fall off. So maybe they got to... Yes. Maybe they got to butter up that outside or something like that. Mm, I don't that know. Might do it. And I, you know what? I did remember a complaint about my beer because I had that pineapple cart. And Wags, if I've seemed, if I've seemed kind of scatterbrained uh, this episode, uh, or I guess just always, I've been trying to think about. I've been trying to think of exactly what I got for drinks, and I can't remember, and it's driving me insane. I got a pineapple cart, 
uh-huh. for my first drink. And I remember be- thinking that it was not that. And I remember thinking that it wasn't pineapple-y tasting enough. Uh, well, like there's a, a like, there's a Palisades pineapple fruit beer, and then separately the pineapple cart. Those are two different things. Well, I got the I got the pi- I got the pineapple Palisades in in my taster after that, and that was yes. a little bit more uh, uh, pineapple-y. And then the guava dia was was pretty good. It had a fruity taste to it. And then the Dodgers blonde was good, but I can't remember for the life of me what my last one was and slash what my because I got a beer after that. I think I got a mango cart after that, but I don't know what the mystery last beer was i have no i have no idea i, I i'll I, run down I, the full roster you let me know if you if any of these were correct uh, okay all right you wrote them down i i have them all here in front of me uh okay. the chela lager no palisades pineapple fruit beer you mentioned happy yes. hour in baja lager no P- pacific sunrise smash ipa no what is the description on that last one before that one uh the happy hour in baja crisp mexican style lager infused with lime and orange zest salute Ooh, maybe I did get that one. Okay, so that's an option. That's a possibility. That's a that's a suspect. Happy hour in Baja. Mm-hmm. Uh, guava cider. Nope. Melon cart we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Hazy LA IPA. Nope. I went IPA free. Golden State Cerveza. Hmm, maybe got that one too. Okay, so that's another option. That's another that's night smooth Mexican style lager with a hint of Look, citrus. Look, here's the deal. You'll never know unless you were with us. It just is over. <laughs> we we we're you about halfway through. You had to be through. there, man. You had to be there. I and fucked hey, up. Hey, if you remember, if you remember the trip to Golden Road, you weren't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. They have a CIA IPA. No. I don't know about the oh, name of that. That's fucking GRB bullshit. Red Ale. Nope. Iron Wolf. Nope. That's a cool name, though. It has a very cool name. It's a good name. It's like a metal band. Uh, Spicy Mango Cart, we mentioned. Wolf Among Weeds. Another cool name. Another cool name, yeah. Uh, Media Noche IPA. Nope. Guavadilla Blonde Ale. You did get this one. I did get that one, yeah. It was hasty. Right on IPA. No. No. Passion Wolf IPA from New England. Nope. Orange Pomegranate Kombucha. I don't think you got this one. I didn't get a kombucha. No way. Okay, Pineapple Cart you mentioned, Dodgers Blonde Blonde Ale you mentioned, Hazy yep. Pup IPA, this is the one that Jordan got, yes? Yeah. yeah. Point the Way IPA. No, that's not it. Why? Well, I, I, it's, it's impossible. We'll just never know. We have three more candidates. Get up, get up off of that brown, brown ale. <laughs> no, no. Mango Cart we mentioned, and then the Wolf, Puck se- Wolf Pup Session IPA. I did not get that one. I, I, I'm just conf- I'll never know. We've narrowed it, I th- though, we've narrowed it to the Happy Hour in Baja or the Golden State Cerveza. It is one of those two. It, it could have been one of those two, or I maybe also got a spicy mango cart and then got a full mango cart at the end. I think that... Okay, so that's a possibility. A, so you have three I candidates. Know that, I know that you got one, too, so I don't know why I would repeat your things. But i got to say this. Yes. That, man, that The mango cart, which is like their their number one, it's good. I think it's it is. Good. I think it I think it's good. good. And also, I, I the... I, the about two nights later, I was at Jay's bar. I got it again. It was on. It was on tap at Jay's bar. Wow! It's a nice beer. I'll put it into the rotation. I like it. I think it's. I, Why I not? If you're, if you're a beer snob about that beer, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what your deal is. You, you just can't be happy. Look, and also, yeah. Wags. I'm happy that you read down all the beers because I think it was good content. Yeah, I think it was definitely. <laughs> if I could looking looking back and reflecting on Weiger leading, reading the list of beers, I think we can all agree that it was um, worth the real estate devoted to it. 
It was good. It's Kowalik month. It's Kowalik, it's Kowalik month. month. We're reading lists <laughs> in Look, honor of our friend. I'm slight. I'm slightly obsessive compulsive, so I needed to try to figure it out. But look, yes, maybe some. Maybe someone will know. Maybe there's a receipt somewhere. But like Jordan said, if you remember Golden Road Brewery, you weren't there, man. You unless there, baby. unless it's unless it's the train, which was very memorable. Very we loud. did remember yeah, the train. train. Choo choo one thing. Uh, let's get into our mains. We got I, so we got a couple. Of, there's a couple of burgers there, and mm. uh, I got myself the classic burger with a Beyond burger. Uh, I asked for the Beyond patty, and he said, "Okay, I'll get it to you vegan style." And I did. I was just like, "Okay, we'll just roll with this." So either their vegan style has the best vegan cheese I've ever had in my life because it was brought back to me with cheese, and I was like, "If this is vegan cheese, this is whatever this is. I want to know because it's tremendous." Or their vegan style still includes cheddar cheese, which is very much not vegan. Um, <laughs> their vegan style includes a big piece of ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to eat or you can't leave. <laughs> I suspect the latter, um, but, you know, maybe it was an amazing vegan cheese. Either way, this was a really good burger. It's a really good, solid burger. And, Jordan, you mentioned mm. this comes on a potato bun, uh, yeah. which give me more potato buns. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think that in this, like, category of restaurant, the – brioche bun just like has been dominating and right you know i think the brioche buns were chosen not because they taste better but because they like photograph well you know like those big you know those big buns look great on like instagram but to sure. me they like overwhelm the burger and i love that kind of like hey jordan that's an all-around comment for instagram Sure. Big buns, yeah. big buns look great on Instagram. That's what people That's use them right. for. Yeah, yeah. You know the uh, we all we all slow down our scroll when you see those big buns. <laughs> um, this this Doughboys episode has turned into a Carl's Junior commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Paris Hilton washing a car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's uh, Mike's mom washing a car. <laughs> Get out of here and help me, Michael. <laughs> My bikini's falling down. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I like, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm looking, in a burger, I'm looking for the opposite of what I'm looking for on Instagram. Small right. buns. I like that. You know, and yeah, this, 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 I, I just kind of got the classic too that, you know, just had, you know, lettuce, tomato, pickle, cheese, uh, and nothing, nothing, uh, nothing too out there. Uh, yeah, it was really good. It was a really good, like, version of kind of a backyard burger. Um, yeah, it wasn't quite a smash burger, you know, the, that kind of like food trend of the smashed flat burger on yes. the potato bun, but it kind of had some of that character to it. And yeah, and it had the option of you can swap out the fries for a salad, which I always kind of appreciate. Nice to get a little veggies uh, yes. in those kind of big meals. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think we all great, did that. Yeah, not a great salad, just kind of like greens with some dressing, but it was uh, nice you to know have what? the option. I, I didn't hate the Perfectly salad, honestly. I thought, I thought, yeah, it was, I uh, I thought the dressing was good, which goes a long way. And, and, yeah. and, you know, you just got some mixed greens. It was, it was, it was fine. Um, but the burger was good. My burger was really great. I, I was torn, Wags, as you remember. I, I was torn between the, ch the crispy Cali chicken sandwich and the GRB burger, um, yes. which is their kind of signature burger which is six-ounce Angus beef patty, aged white cheddar, sun-dried tomatoes, caramelized onions, bacon, lettuce, uh, remoulade sauce. Am I saying that wrong? Rem 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 I think it's remoulade. Remoulade sauce. Remoulade yeah. sauce. And then that potato Image, bun. How would Jimmy Stewart say the name of that sauce? 
every uh, time a bell rings, an angel gets its sauce. <laughs> you I'm must never eat stuff. this burger again. This is... <laughs> Is this horrible? <laughs> that's just that's that's him. That's him just listening to our podcast. You must yeah. never listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's horrible. It's a horrible podcast. He's Sin listening to Taco to Bell too many times. <laughs> Weiger is just listing out beers, and Mitch is saying yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> It reminds me of the hell spiral when they were just counting fries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, this menu on the on Golden Road, GoldenRoad.LA, the menu moves. You notice this, Wags? Watch this. You see? Watch watch the background of the phone. It's a little it's animated. Nice. It's, it's a little, little animated. Oh, fun! Yeah, it looks like, like it's inside of a inside it's slowly, of a beer. Slowly, slowly moving. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Very cool. Trippy, dude. Yeah, this burger was good. I got the GRB burger. I went with that over the the the, the chicken sandwich, uh, which I think actually has more calories. So all of you who say I was a fatty, just relax. It was uh, uh, I think they were pretty close calorically, if if not, because the other one was a fried a crispy chicken. Um, it was really really good. I thought the burger was really good. So, like especially for like a a brewery that's kind of commercialized brewery and. You know, is like ships across the country, and is it's right. like, you know, not the same as going to like the Budweiser Brewery or whatever, and having a burger at the like the Bud Burger, but like, uh, you know, not far off from that as far as just uh, nationwide reach, right? This is a pretty big brewery, and yeah, uh, I, I think it's I think it's distributed pretty pretty nationally. Yeah, uh, it's although all the brew pubs are out here. I will say, as opposed to it's, it's like you're not just just to convey the experience. It's not like you're you're at a factory. Like there is a brewery there. There's a working brewery, but this is a like you know there's a brew pub. It's like a proper restaurant. It's like going to a BJ's with a with a big outdoor area. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought for what that for what it was, I thought the burger was really really good. I I, I was I was I was thoroughly impressed by it. Um, yes, that the um. The what's what's it called on there? There's there's the uh, I'm sorry sorry I lost my place here. The the rum I think it's the rum rum say it again wise the rumalad rumalad sauce that adds like a nice I think it's like a tomatoey sauce right the rumalad sauce uh, but there's sun dried tomatoes in there too so that's maybe what I was picking up yeah I think uh, that might have been that then all right that's what it was the sun dried tomatoes give a nice little taste to it. Um, the caramelized onions are great. The bacon just tasted. The bacon was nice and salty and was like a good, thick cut of bacon, but not too thick. Mm. Just it was really great. The it, I I I I thought it was fantastic. Honestly, I think they could double up the patty, even though it's six ounces. I feel like they could if they if they wanted to, they could they could beefen up the patty a little bit and give you more. That's burger. a fair note. Yeah, but um, but besides that, it was great. Or add an extra patty if you're ordering it, because yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the hugest burger in the world. That's a that's a great point. Yeah, I mean, and and the beef tasted good, so why not? I mean, like it was, it, it should be at least more of an option or or kind of more in there to be like you can you, this can be a double, you know, but it's it's not yeah. really pointed out that but, way. But great bites, great drinks, and on that note, we should get to our final thoughts. Wow. So, Jordan, you're a veteran of the podcast. You know how this works. We'll each go around, give a summation of our experience at Golden Road, and end it by giving a fork score from zero to five. We'll begin with you. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a fan of the pod and I think that, you know, and I really respect the like 
fork rankings. I think that, you know, it's wow. a great way to like talk about restaurants and I, and I kind of like that it all kind of revolves around the idea of three forks, you know, like three forks is kind of like the idea of like a restaurant that, that is doing what it's supposed to be doing, you know, but yes. without, you know, without being too memorable in either direction, you know, it's like, I need a, I need a work salad from Panera and Panera gave me a work salad, you know, three forks. Right. So I think with that in mind, this restaurant doesn't, <laughs> there's no way you can rank this lower than three forks. No way. Cause it is For like, sure. it is, it is, it is brew pub and it is, you know, and it is, it is, it is hitting all those notes. And, you know, for the most part, everything was pretty good, you know, and, and it's like, but does it, does it get higher? Does it get higher? You know? And I think that, you know, it is a fairly basic menu. I mean, we mentioned like tachos, like nacho stuff on tater tots. Like it's fun, but it's, we've seen it before, you know, their main options, it's it's salads and burgers, you know, there's right. nothing like, you know, too out of the blue on the menu. So, you know, so what is this? Is this just like, a, you know, a kind of default place where people can meet and there's a little something for everybody? Or is this something a little more special? Um, and, you know, I, I don't know if, if I'm giving this points because, you know, it was one of my first times in public because I missed you guys so much and I was so excited to see you. Or, or what, but like, I, I fucking had a blast. I basically mm -hmm. liked everything I ate. The pretzel was mm -hmm. all right, but not terrific. Everything was really good. There's something for everybody on this menu, even though it is pretty small. Um, the beers were great. It was fun. Um, yeah, I've like drove, driven by it and thought about going back. I, I think it's four forks for me. It's four forks. Wow. Wow. Great score. Very good score from Jordan Morris. Mr. Slice, go ahead. Jordan, you make a great point about being back with you guys was a huge plus to this this whole thing. I what just a treat. Gotten back to LA. I was I, I, I was out of my mind with stuff I had to do and and then I sat down with you guys and it was a blast and I really, really had a good time and then had a great time at the and I'm not sure how you pronounce it. If it's I, I always pronounce it kibitz, but how how did you say it, Jordan? Oh, I've I say I've been saying kibitz, but I think either is uh, uh, either is acceptable. Although I don't uh, I don't I don't speak any Yiddish, so I'm I'm probably the wrong yeah. guy to ask. But yeah, kibitz, I think a, a great bar, regardless. And we had a great time with Gabrus. Totally. Met up with Gabrus, um, and just we had we had a, we had a great night. Um, and just like you, Jordan, I was like, I want to go back. I'll put I'll put this damn place into the fucking rotation. I want a a night yeah. to go out and just have some some burgers or or you know whatever, chicken sandwich, just apps and some beers. Have a few beers and then and then you, you head home. I'm happy. I would have been. I didn't even need to go to Cantor's afterwards. I didn't even know to the kibitz or or however the hell you say it. Yeah, you actually seeing Gabrus made it worse. Yeah, seeing Gabrus <laughs> didn't. It made it worse. <laughs> You and also you you froze when you said how you, how you pronounced kibitz, so I didn't know what you said either. Again, uh, you're, you're like you froze. Yeah, you on froze on the app. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, kibitz. I've been saying kibitz, kibitz. room, but I kibitz. could be wrong. Uh, seeing Gabrus Gabrus was a was a blast, but uh, if he was with us at at, at Golden Road, I would have I would have happily gone home after that. It was it was a fantastic time. Um, and uh, but I also liked going to the bar afterwards. But that's, that's a fun. place. That's a place that I would I would easily toss in the rotation. You know what, Wags? 
every time a train drives by and scares <laughs> oh, you. Oh, boy. <laughs> a chain restaurant joins the Golden Plate Club. Four forks. Wow. <laughs> hey, I'm... Uh, I, I actually can do a better Jimmy Stewart than that. I did worse. That was pretty good. You just got in your head. Golden plate. Oh, golden plate club. There you go. There it is. <laughs> do kids know who I am anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen a wonderful life, right? At least. Please. Hope so. <laughs> they put it on TV, but does anybody watch broadcast anymore? <laughs> I'm done knots. Fuck. I'm now done knots. Also, people don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jordan Apley referenced the thesis of this podcast, which how is this how is this place achieving what it is trying to do? And Golden Road is a big brew pub that's offering lots of pub favorites and lots of beers. And it's got, hey, a big dining space, both indoor and outdoor. Mm. So if you want to have a, a big group there, at least at this one, I think at the other ones I've seen, the ones in OC, it's 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 like an ample dining room. So it's like there's room for uh, for you to party with a with a trio or with a a larger group, whatever your whatever your ensemble is. Mm-hmm. From a vegetarian standpoint, they do have a lot of vegetarian options, uh, or or even vegan friendly options. They do list the, you know, just nutritionally, they list the uh, whether something has gluten, dairy, soy, etc. on every menu item, which is helpful depending on your diet. Uh, so I, I give it points for that from that standpoint. Also, the service was really good. I thought they service were just like great. you know. Yeah, they were they were they were very attentive and and yep. friendly and we got to watch an incredible playoff performance from Kevin Durant pouring in 49 points a triple double as the Nets won uh, what was it game 5 I think it must have been game 5 and it went on yeah. to lose the series but I got, I got I got a big smile on my face because they're eliminated baby <laughs> Yes, yeah, so a, a a very cynical experience and uh, experiment in basketball assembling uh, the uh, you know three superstars in one city, a real escalation of what we've seen from the. Super you dare era. stomp on Lucky, dude? <laughs> Kyrie, you oh, dare no. stomp on Lucky? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> How dare you stomp on Lucky? All right, Wags, go ahead. That said, uh, Kevin Durant is uh, transcendent. Just fucking Jesus mm. Christ! What a performance uh, throughout this series. Anyway, that's a tangent. That doesn't matter. Because you know what? If you have a menu that has all of your favorite pub foods, including some that accommodate a vegetarian diet and a great beer selection, you just might be in the Golden Plate Club. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Golden Plate Club. Four forks wow. for Golden Road. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there we go. You might be in the Golden Plate Club. Wow, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy we've invented? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back with more Doughboys. (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Jordan Morris. Bubble, the comic, available July 13th. You know, Jordan, Mitch, you know me as the burger boy, Nick Weiger. Mm-hmm. But you and our listeners may not know my full legal name is Nicholas Frank Weiger. And wow. sometimes I go by Frank. That's right. It's time for another review of the Week in Hot Dog News with Let Me Be Frank. Hot dog, simmer in the city. Great my grill getting greasy and gritty. Toast bun, don't it look pretty? Sucking on a dog like you're sucking on a titty. Pork and beef, sausages, and long bread rolling on a roller grill, mustard and relish. One bite, it's a different world. <laughs> Swap dog bites with a girl. Munch on, munch on, and chomp all night. Despite the farts, it'll be alright. That taste, when the casing has snapped. Later that day, you'll for sure have to nap as it simmers in the city like you're sucking on a titty. <laughs> You ain't nothing but a hot dog Frying all the time You ain't nothing but a hot dog Frying all the time You ain't never been a burger And you ain't no lunch of mine Well, they said you a sandwich Well, that was just a lie Yeah, they said you a sandwich Well, that was just a lie you're just a bun around a wiener, so you sure don't qualify. Oh, yeah. Eat, 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 stop that snacking. Eat, don't you see? Don't want others <laughs> to make you full. Maybe I should mind the grill, but I am eating well. Red Hot Franks will make me want a drool. I think of Sonic eating chili dogs with bliss. But even Rouge the Bat was never hot like this. <laughs> Let me be frank, me be frank, me be frank. I'm hot dog eater. <laughs> Let me be frank, so frank. I'm hot dog eater. Good afternoon. In less than three minutes, hot dog news from my Google search will be read aloud from articles around the world. And we'll be launching the largest podcast segment in the history of Frankfurters. Frankfurters, 
That word should have new meaning for all of us today. They can be consumed without our petty differences. Whether ketchup is allowed or not, whether the relish must be neon or the bun have poppy seeds. Looking at you, Chicago, you pieces of shit. Instead, we will be united in our common interests. Like how adding jalapenos to a dog can be a great addition if you're a heat seeker. Or how hot dogs are bad phallic symbols because they're too big. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps it's fate. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 8th of July and you will once again be hearing news not about COVID or Trump or Biden or Epstein or more COVID, <laughs> but about hot dogs. We're fighting for our right to eat, then to eat more and more. There's no limit to how many dogs are acceptable at a cookout. So should we win today? The 8th of July will no longer be known as National Chocolate with Almonds Day, but as the day... <laughs> But as the day when the Dome Unity declared in one dumb, chunky voice, we will not go quietly into the Wiener Schnitzel. We will not vanish. We will not vanish without some doghouse. We're going to eat on. We're going to add chives. Today, we celebrate our Frank Dependence Day. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, well, Mitch, what's up with this week in hot dog news? <laughs> well, well, we only got time for one piece of hot dog news. But you know what? It's Why is that? the fourth is look. This episode releases releases on July eighth. That's right. By the way, there was a good. Uh, you sent me the link for the music for this. Yeah, and um, and there was a good uh, there was a good comment on the on this song, and a guy said. I'm gonna play this when coronavirus ends. That's what that is the first hey, comment. Fitting. Uh, but uh, let's see here. We're gonna we're gonna Google hot dogs. We're putting hot dogs into uh, into the search bar right now. Jordan, uh, while Mitch is doing that, are you, what are your hot dog preferences in general? Boy, I tell you what. I know you guys have talked about this on the show before, but I uh, I moved recently and I am now close to a dog house. Dog H A U S. Wow. Yes. Killer. It is so good, and it like travels it. really well. I've done takeout a couple of times. Uh, yeah, that dog house is a is a is a great chain. So many fun options. Uh, yeah, great buns. Dog house. Uh, dog houses. Uh, yeah, one of my new faves. Terrific. Our buddy uh, Adam Gertler, past Doughboy's double guest. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, come back in the pod at some point. Uh, the the I believe he has like, the title of like the worst Mike Meister or something like that. Uh, oversees the sausages. At oh oh yes, awesome. Yeah. Um. All right. I gave dog. I gave Doghouse a shout out in that. Uh. In that. Uh. In the opening there. You sure did, Mitch. I know. Um. Oh, you might be frozen again. Mitch froze. I froze again. I'm frozen. Mitch. Yeah, Wags. I'm here. I'm here a little, a little fuck up, a little glitch, but I'm back. You pulled a devil's dick and froze on us. I, I did. <laughs> but then I burst back in here hot as ever. Um, yes. <laughs> like the devil's like the cum. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's quite a few. I, I never went away. I, I heard you talking about me being frozen for a while, but there's nothing I could do. Look, there's, a couple, there's, there's some big hot dog news. We're coming up to the fourth. So, of yes. course, 
it's the the news is going crazy because it's the the hot dog, the the Coney Island hot dog eating competitions coming up. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, yes. I actually didn't see any uh, articles on that. But anyways, um. <laughs> Right here, Angelina Jolie grabs a hot dog like a true New Yorker during a fam- during a family trick trip. Oh, love that! Um, here's another one: salmon hot dogs. It's a hot dog. It's also salmon, and I love it. That's from mm. Bon Appetit. It's <laughs> uh, from A Bear. <laughs> a A period Bear. <laughs> I want to swat these out of the air. <laughs> Wise, there's also Nathan's Famous is adding a vegan hot dog to its hey, menu. all right. Okay. Uh, to its menu. Um, here's one that I kind of want to click. It's from the Huffington Post, how to cook hot dogs the best and worst ways. But there's another big one that we got to talk about um, okay. here. This is some big news, and I think people might know about it. But the losing streak is over. Relish celebrates Father's Day with first Oreos hot dog race victory. Wow. So here, here's the deal with this. I didn't really started, understand that sentence. No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, well Mitch, I'll go on to okay? explain right now. <laughs> okay. I, I'll go on to, I was having a bit of a, Mitch, I was are you having trying a bit to activate the winter soldier? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, I will, I had, I, I, I was, I was trying to activate Weiger's winter soldier, the former Nazi turned good guy. Um, <laughs> But here, here, here is here is the news. It started the same way so many of so many other of these races. Ha- Let me start again. It started the same way so many other of these races had. In a pack, after rounding first, relish bumped mustard aside. Ketchup returned the favor as the animated hot dogs rounded third. The sequence had frequented the animated hot dog races played on the Cannon Yard scoreboard through the Orioles' first thirty-four home games. The race always ended with mustard or ketchup crossing home plate first. But Sunday was different. Relish, which hadn't managed a single hot dog race victory through five Orioles homestands and lost the first two races of this one, finally defeated its longtime condiment foes for the first time in 2021. Relish is now 1-34 with ketchup and mustard at 17 wins apiece. Fans in the ballpark had begun to root for the under, underdog, often booing when ketchup bumped relish and groaning when the result once more didn't go the way of the hot dog, Don and Green. Uh, and then fans went wild. They, they Fans in the stands just yelled cheater when ketchup bumped relish in the base paths. Um, others had signs <laughs> that said, let relish wins. They played Kermit the Frogs. It's not easy being green in the ballpark. And then people, people like actually poured relish. There's there's this guy there's there's this tweet here today was the day remember where you were relish fans and there's a group of oriole fans pouring a home depot bucket of relish onto a man wearing a relish shirt um Mm. in baltimore it's out of character yeah it's yeah (laughs) that's what we're doing for mitch's bachelor party (laughs) (laughs) now just to find the lucky lady who loves relish um But that is that's that's the big news. I think that's the big one, Wags. Wow. That's the it, that's the the big bit of news. What what were you gonna say? I was so this is the the Orioles baseball franchise. This is it's an animated display on the jumbotron. This isn't like they have mascots running the base pass. That's what it sounds like. Uh, I think it's yes. I believe that it is animated. Yes, uh, I think it is animated. Well, I uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, is, I like the is, decision. I like the decision to just. Let relish give relish a bone, throw relish a bone, let them win one. That's fun. It's fun for the fans. 
I don't know though. It's not, it seems like this NBA season where, you know, they're just going to let some other team win. That's not that great. Right. Like, yeah. Like red, like red, you know, ketchup is injured because ketchup's been playing so many back to backs and then mustard got COVID. (laughs) So is, is, is relish's championship really worth anything? It's this, this kind of race gets an asterisk. Yeah. It's an asterisk. I think asterisk. I think I, I, uh, I think that we should check out the how to cook hot dogs the best and worst ways because I think this is a fun topic. But here it is. Grilled, pan-fried, grilled, pan-fried, boiled, microwaved, oven-roasted. Here's every which way you can prepare the perfect Frank. And uh, my vegetarian brother hovered over the stove staring at a package of uncooked beef hot dogs and he graciously planned to cook for the rest of us. His omnivorous family, He uh, for the rest of us, his omnivorous family, sorry, I can't read, he was eating beyond brats. What do I do mm. with these? He asked, and I chuckled to myself at his naive. How do you say this? Naivete. 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 Rumalad. And and it goes on to say it goes on to pan frying is number one, starting with a good steam. That's what it lists first. Yes. Two, it puts grilling at number two. Uh, which mm. I think, you know, like, can grilling be... I mean, pan frying is great, so I don't know. It's tough. Works great. Pan frying and grilling, obviously, the number the number one and two. Oven roasting is third. Fourth is microwave, and fifth is boiling. I think this is kind of bullshit, honestly. I think a boiled dog, yeah. especially if you boil your dog in beer, it can be pretty fantastic. So I think that they're... I think this is some BS, Wags. Boiled Fuck can you, be fun. And when, what One thing that's nice about boiled is if you got like a frozen dog, I think that's the best way to heat up a yeah. frozen dog. That'll, that'll you know, get great it cooked call. through. But it, it, I'm surprised that, A, I'm surprised that steamed isn't on there. Mm. Like, like, and, but B, oven roasted dogs, I've never tried that. Have either of you ever oven roasted a hot dog? No, never. Yeah, it, it just, it seems like the, the appeal of the hot dog is that it's ready quick, you know? It's something right. you yes. can make quick. Agree, Jordan. It seems like if you're, if you're to the point where you're like, you know, if you're oven roasting a hot dog, it's like just oven roast another food. Yes. <laughs> right. Make something else. I, I mean, like it's it's crazy. Look, hot dogs are one of the best foods. I I love hot dogs, but what love are we them. doing here? I mean, also like boil up a hot dog before you turn on the oven and heat up your entire house. You're eating hot dogs mostly. Yeah. It's a more of a summertime eat, right? I mean, I'm not saying that right. you can't eat them year round. Love the hot dog, but. The bo- a boiling of a pot of water is so much easier, or a pot of beer before heating up your oven to fucking three fifty or whatever the fuck you're supposed to do. Huffpo, I just I I and obviously boiling beats microwave. I don't even have to say that. That's yeah, just I don't get the microwave some straight up case. trash. The the reason for microwave is that no. it's fast. That's that's the only advantage. Right. Yeah. How do you, Jordan? Yeah. If you're cooking up a hot dog on your own, what's your, what's your method of choice? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I I'm with Mitch. I mean, I like I like the boil too. It's a good like quick mm-hmm. lunch, and it's definitely like it's like one of the first things you learn to make as a kid. So it has that like right. you know, I'm helping mommy appeal when you boil a hot dog. Yeah, like, <laughs> mommy will be Which so I'm proud s- of me. I'm still in that mindset, by the way. No, I mean, you're, you're <laughs> listen, Mitch. Your mommy's big helper. <laughs> she needs a big helper. Mikey, <sighs> you make the hot dogs. I'm gonna go wash the car. <laughs> Ma, please don't make the hot dogs in your bikinis. Just please <laughs> put a robe on, for God's sakes. Um, so, yeah, I like a boiled dog, but, yeah, dog on the grill, awesome, awesome summertime treat for sure. It's, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great yeah. treat. It's, I, you know what? I want one tonight. Now I want a dog. 
the good thing about a dog is that you can get a Seven Eleven. You can get a good dog. You can get a you can get a dog anywhere. So, love a big bite from Seven Eleven. I gotta figure out a good veggie dog brand. I just gotta investigate that and mm. figure out the best one because I I that's the thing I miss. I have not had a proper hot dog you know this whole year and and it's expensive since it's a summer i gotta find out one that's gonna work for me hit my boy wags up with some hot dog racks some some vegetarian and vegan hot dog racks yeah let me know it seems like the that's something that the plant protein world could really nail i could see i could see a veggie hot dog being like uh, a home run you know it's like the burgers mm-hmm. are that good hot dog seems to me to be a simpler uh, uh a simpler venture so yeah i would imagine that there's some good veggie dogs out there Agreed. well i hope i can find out what it is that was let me be frank just like a restaurant value feedback let's open up the feedback today's email is from drew drew writes Kay tall doughboys emma and guests cloudy with a chance of meatballs is a fun kids movie which would be disgusting in real life if you had the FLDSMDFR, which Dropking informs me stands for Flint Lockwood Diatonic Super Mutating Dynamic Food Replicator, and could generate wow. food weather without worries of spoiling or food waste, what would be your ideal food weather day? Also, what seasonal weather would you look forward to? Mm. So I believe the question is, like in Cloudy uh, with a Chance of Meatballs, they start. it just starts raining meatballs and other things. Pizza slices, what ha- ice creams, what have you? Yeah, it would be I, fucking I, a nightmare. I believe, disgusting nightmare. But yeah, this sounds awful. Honestly, I, there's, I don't, I, I prefer it to rain water like it does normally. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, dip variety. I love like mm. getting a trio of dipping sauces. Uh, mm. But if you want to add more dipping sauces, I'm here for it. Um, yeah, I would love it if there would be some kind of like shifting ever-shifting condiment rain like it starts out Ooh. you got a barbecue sauce then 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 it and then it kind of a, a blue cheese front moves in and then mm. you know kind of ends in a honey mustard storm i i would love that i would love it if you know you could you could just go through <laughs> right. go through all your favorite condiments in one day and just like i'm just picturing like with your corn dog and hold it up and and get everything uh get it all sauced up I'm picturing like hot, hot gar- garlic butter falling from the sky and and burning people, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, scal- yeah. scalding people on the way down. Um, <laughs> I, I, f- I feel like for look, I just would want a slice. If I could get it like a slice of Regina, if oh. I just put my hand outside. Well, I mean, how, what, 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 what better? I mean, or burgers wrapped burgers. You know, maybe that would be fun, fun if they were. Ra- but then that's a lot of garbage, and like at least the animals, if they're not wrapped, the animal. I guess you're just gonna get lucky and catch a burger. Um, but uh, you know, like uh, I think pizza or burgers because those are my two favorites. Or like you know, Cool Ranch Doritos. I'd put a bowl out, or or you know, like some of my favorite, like a Gatorade. I just put like a like a bowl, like a big thing to catch yes. the gate, the 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 uh, the Gatorade fierce strawberry to just have a big pitcher outside and catch a lot of it and then drink it afterwards. I think that would be great. Would it be yes. cold? Just put your mouth under the, uh, uh, un- under the storm oh. gutter. Oh my God. <laughs> and just let it rain Gatorade and leaves into your mouth. <laughs> Rat shit. And also like yeah. M&Ms cause those are falling from <laughs> awesome. the sky too. Um, and then I think for like seasonal, I think that, it would be fun to have snow be like like Slurpees or or oh, ice cream fun. even like yeah. a Slurpee snow would be fun like you got flavored snow and you're eating the the Slurpee snow as you're as you're making you know forts in it. I mean, you would just be like sticky. It is the issue is that 
Look, I'm a sticky boy, Wags. You know this, but you just be, it yes. will be a constant. It would be a constant stick situation. The sort of thing yeah. like if you and I hug, where we'd be stuck together. You just be. You just everything <laughs> would be. Everything would be sticky. It wouldn't be. It, it wouldn't be pleasant. Yeah, I, I guess you just have to put the. This is a magical scenario. We kind of have to put together, put aside those real world logistical concerns, and just sort of say like it just falls down, and you can eat it, and it doesn't ruin anything. So in that scenario, naivete. I, I said it. Naivete, yeah. Naivete. In that scenario, I what you're making me think of is that first off, a hailstorm of sushi of various kinds. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. give me some give me some rolls, give me some nigiri, give me some give me some of everything. And uh and surprise me, give me some hand rolls and I can just sort of be like, "Oh, look at this. I wasn't expecting that. Here we go." You a know? Little, uh, mm. little wasabi fog comes through. That's fun. Wags, I would want ramalad to fall from the sky. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> also, another, I was saying like ramalad like Gatorade. Huh? I'm a fool. Yes. All right, go ahead. On a sweet treat note, I think if you got a bunch of chocolate truffles and it was just mm. kind of like, oh, what's going to be in this one? Ooh, You're just fun. scooping them up and being like, like, oh, that's here fun. we go. little vanilla that's inside. Fun. That's good. Yeah. Good answers. We did well. We did I mean, a good also, job. Cloudy, like the meatballs falling from the sky is fun, but you need spaghetti to fall too is the issue. I think it does. But then yeah, I haven't seen gotta, that movie in a while. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A meatball in isolation can be all right. Sure. Just depends on the scenario. That's you know what I I, I that there John and Vinny's were doing a thing with Delta where they were putting John and Vinny's like meatballs on the on the as the meals on Delta yeah. flights. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I was just gonna say there's meatballs flying through the skies. It's like the movie's coming true in many ways. <laughs> yeah. It it could if, happen if it if it starts raining meatballs. It means a Delta plane has exploded midair. <laughs> 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 Hopefully not with Mister Less fun. Less fun. If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode every Tuesday, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Jordan Morris, I think a lot of our listeners know Bubble, the podcast. Uh, Mitch and I both were on it at various points. Uh, Mitch is a, is, a, is a cast member in it. It is, it is terrific. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a great show. Check it out if you haven't already listened. But also check out the comic. Tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, uh, Bubble. It's a graphic novel. It's a sci-fi comedy based on the podcast, which uh, I imagine a lot of Doughboys have heard. There's some Doughboys DNA. Mitch is one of the leads. So funny in the show. Uh, Weiger, you helped do punch up on the show, and I know that there's at least one Weiger joke that made it into the comic book. A joke about someone having a thick hog. So uh, <laughs> if you if you end up reading the book, uh, take that. Uh, keep keep an eye out for that Doughboys Easter egg. Um, and also, yeah. uh, and also, oh, yeah, sorry, just a reminder. Uh, just a reminder. Write what you know to all the everyone listening out there. <laughs> yeah, write what you all know, right. <laughs> and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> um, <laughs> And yeah, it is a sci-fi comedy. It is, uh, you know, maybe I would describe it as Search Party meets Guardians of the Galaxy. It's about these kind of goofy hipsters, and they live under a, they live under a dome. They live in a bubble, ha ha ha, and they kind of have to participate in this life and death version of the gig economy to survive. And uh, yeah, the arts by the uh, great comics artist Tony Cliff. He does the Delilah Dirk series. Uh, I co-wrote the script with uh, Sarah Morgan, who's an awesome comedy writer, and uh, Natalie Reese did the colors. She's from the Dungeon Critters series. So. Uh, awesome like team of people uh, uh worked on this thing and yeah it's 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 awesome i've been a comics 
comics guy my whole life. So tons of fun to get to actually make one. And uh, if you're listening to this before July 13th, uh, you probably have time to pre-order one if you want to. But if it's after July 13th, just uh, head down to your uh, to your local bookery and get one. Maybe uh, hit up your local indie or your local comic book store. You got five days. Get on it. You, you, you get on it, you fools. Well, I shouldn't be mean to them. They're gonna yeah, pre-order. grab that pre-order. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and uh, and hopefully hopefully everybody likes the book. I, I think uh, yeah, there's definitely some some cool stuff in there that Doughboys fans will like. And uh, yeah, that's that's the, it. They're gonna love the book because you're one of the funniest guys and one of the best guests that we could one of that the we could have. Ah, uh, cut it out. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here, buddy. A delight to have you. Bubble pre-order or pick up in stores the graphic novel July thirteenth. And hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Till next time, for Mister Slice Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Breaking news: We have an announcement. Announcement: The Doughboys are going back on the road eventually. Next week, we will be announcing dates and releasing tickets for our first live shows of 2021. Wow. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>